Welcome to Mechanic Problems 101. This is truckdriver101.com. We're going to talk about my truck mechanic problems. So my truck mechanic problems started last week. We were, I was picking up a load and I had to go down to the terminal. So they sent me a load about 100 miles from the terminal. I had to jet over there to the terminal and put the truck in the shop. They said, call them that morning. They go, yeah, man, we're going to get to you this morning. No big deal. We got you, man. We're going to get to you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I sit back that morning and kind of doze off sitting in the truck. Got the air conditioning going. I'm just chilling. <laughs> and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And I decide, you know what? I'm going to check out one of these order uh, online food delivery services. So I check out the one in, uh, the one that delivers to uh, Chick-fil-A. Uh, delivers from Chick-fil-A. So I ordered me a Chick-fil-A and I'm enjoying that. We don't have Chick-fil-A up in Michigan. So well, not in, not where I live on the East, Eastern part of the state is we have one in a hospital and we got another in the, uh, in the airport and then we got one on a campus. So they're not really easy to get to this year. We're finally going to have a Chick-fil-A, even though it's kind of sad because Chick-fil-A changed the recipe. So that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. They changed the recipe. It ain't tasting the same, but Back to the story, people. So anyway, I check out one of those. The, I think it was uh, not Grubhub. It was DoorDash. Guy comes and delivers. Cool. You know, I'm like, yeah, I ate it. I'm still alive, people. <laughs> of course, the first thing you worry about is, am I going to be poisoned? No, I am still alive. So anyway, all that goes down. And it's about 12 noon. So I go in there and I ask him, I say, hey, man. What time do you think you guys are going to get to me today? Well, uh, man, you know, it's going to be late. Late just before we leave, we'll get started and then we'll finish up after that. Okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I give him the key and I got chill out. You know, I go sit in the break room and then I sit back and charge my phone and just look at YouTube videos on my phone and start to think about, hey, I did DoorDash once. Might as well get dinner. So I go and I get my dinner. Order my dinner, All right? Another Chick Fil A sandwich. Wait on my Chick Fil A. Got my Chick Fil A. Man, I tell you, it was good. I kind of like that DoorDash, right? So after that, I sit back and I wait. They close at uh, I want to say one o'clock in the morning. By then, I was told we gonna have to get to you tomorrow. Okay, they didn't even get started, like they said. All right, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy, but all right. So understand what's really now. Let's get down to what I found out what was going on. The next day I find out that unlike normally you schedule the PM service, preventative maintenance service, my dispatcher did not schedule it like he was supposed to. So as a result, I am kind of screwed because it wasn't scheduled. So they got to work me in. And every driver in America is coming there with a problem. And I'm always at the bottom of the list. So Friday comes again. I call in in the morning. I say, hey, you're going to get me to me. He says, yep, we're going to get to you. No, no, no. Saturday, Saturday. And I sit and wait all day. And then they tell me, well, we probably get to you tomorrow. (laughs) By that time, I jump on the rental and I head on home. Then when I get to the hotel, I decide to stay at because America is having the biggest storm <laughs> in the universe right now. 
Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, what? that was Friday because then Saturday is when I hit it home and I came back Sunday. So the storms were massive. They were all the way across Indiana, all the way to like across the lower, the upper lower part of Michigan where Detroit is. And I had to wait. So before I could leave where I was, I had to wait. So I go and stay in a hotel. I go and get the hotel and I go into the freaking hotel and it's it's a little bit dingy because I'm sitting there and I was thinking about one hotel was under construction and it was like 120 bucks. Pretty nice hotel. Normal fee is 229. The other place was a place that was 70 bucks. It was pretty normal, 70 bucks. And I'm using the app. Um, no, I'm not getting paid for any of these apps I'm talking about, but I figure I'll help you guys out. I'm using the app um, Hotels.com. The reason I use that app is because I kind of keep a little money in the pay to pal for these these type of circumstances. <laughs> you always want to keep a, a, a something in a specific place that you don't use normally when you have these layover and breakdowns. I also use that for DoorDash. That way... I don't have to use any actual uh, funds to live, right? We're all on kind of, uh, I want to say emergency money, but with stall money, right? The money I keep when I'm stuck at the terminal, you know. But anyway, so I'm sitting there and I get this, I go in this place, it's a little dingy. I go to the front desk, I'm waiting. I'm waiting 15 minutes. I'm still waiting 30 minutes. I'm still waiting. And then a lady comes by. She has a tattoo of a taco on her arm. And I'm like, I know it's pride month. (laughs) She's saying she eats tacos. She's saying she loves tacos. It's just a lesbian confession tattoo. Like, I don't know. At what point do you go to the people and you like, yo, I'd like a taco tattoo player. (laughs) You don't know how much I love tacos. (laughs) So I'm assuming it's got to be a lesbian tattoo, right? Like the old, it was, I heard a, what was that old lesbian joke? What is a gynecologist and a pizza delivery person have in common? They can smell it, but they can't touch. (laughs) I know it's horrible. (laughs) So, oh no, no, they can smell it, but they can't eat it. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) I messed that joke up. But anyway, I go into the hotel room. They give me the room in the back. I go into the back of the the hotel and I'm, you know, grab my stuff out of the uh, rental car, which I rented a uh, Toyota RAV4, which was kind of nice. It was nice size. The only thing I didn't like about the RAV4 was the transmission. The transmission in that vehicle is like a goddamn slug. (laughs) It ain't moving, Jack. Man, I, I at Toyota, man, it was just, I don't know. I want a RAV4 because Toyotas are known to last a long time. But, man, I don't know because that transmission was trash, dude. I mean, it was a brand, it only had 9,000 miles on it. Now, I know people run rentals hard, but, dude, I don't think anybody runs it that hard where the transmission ought to be screwing up. And that automated crap where it's, it's lane detection is as screwed as a, screwed up as I thought. I'm driving and all of a sudden it starts adjusting the wheel, which is hilarious. And it's doing it on the like I'm in construction. So, you know how you have those those phantom lines that they had 
as they create the construction area, you know, where the lines used to be before they, you know, turn the road to the left or the right. So every time it hears these, it sees these phantom roads on the scanners, it starts adjusting the wheel. So I'm fighting the wheel. Luckily, you can't cut it off. I had to figure that one out. <laughs> oh, new technology, new technology. Yeah. Yep. Same old crap. Same crap in the trucks, too. That shit just does not work. And for some reason, you can't admit that. But whatever. Back to the story. So anyway. I get in there. I get in the hotel room and I'm chilling, right? I'm just laying down. I'm chilling. I'm like, all right, this hotel room is cool. It's got a little refrigerator. I throw my water in the refrigerator. I got a little tea, you know, and I and I sit back. I get a couple towels and I go to use the bathroom and the toilet is dirty. So I'm like, okay. So I grab some soap and I start, you know, I grab one of those towels and I scrub the toilet clean. Got my dual disinfectant with me. Spray it. It's nice and clean and disinfected. I'm like, all right. They didn't do a good job of cleaning the toilet, but whatever. It's clean and disinfected now. <laughs> I'm going to cop a squat, you know. So anyway, get through all that. Go lay down in the bed. All of a sudden, I noticed something. A little. This is about two hours being there. A little something's on the bed. And I'm like, what? The? It's a bed bug. It's a bed bug. So I jump up. <laughs> immediately. Immediately jump up. Grab the bottle that I just drunk tea out of. Put the bed bug in the bottle. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Seriously. So then I go in the bathroom. I go use the bathroom. I'm like, I'm already pissed off. I go in the bathroom. And what do I see on the toilet that I cleaned? A bed bug climbing on the towel right now i'm wondering did he come off of me so i'm I'm scrubbing i'm you know brushing my hair i'm brushing my hands i'm brushing my legs i'm i'm shaking out my clothes all my clothes that i took in there i took everything in there i will never do that again if you ever go to a hotel and you trucking because of this scare bed bugs do not take your clothes in there now if you go online it'll tell you take your clothes put them in a dryer for 30 minutes or an hour, and basically it'll kill the bed bugs, and then take them, wrap them up in a, in a in a uh, in a container or a bag for a year, a year, right? And to make sure they have no bed bugs in them. So, me, I did that, <laughs> right? My clothes are now sitting in a bag in my truck because I'm not bringing that shit home. I stripped when I got home. I stripped naked in the garage, right? right. Took those clothes, threw them down right, in the bag, and nothing, nothing from nothing. I didn't even get in that vehicle until it was time for me to leave, and I never went from that vehicle into my house ever. <laughs> okay, and all those clothes are sitting at the, at my truck right now. I took all the clothes, wrapped them up in bags, and they will be sitting in those bags for a year. <laughs> I will not. Luckily, it's all my winter stuff. So it was going to sit anyway. So I don't have to worry about it. But first renew rule of Ken rules of 2019. Right? Do not. I repeat, do not people. I repeat, do not take all your clothes in the hotel room. Right. I'll, I had to throw my, I threw my shoes away. Uh, I threw my sleeping bag away. Uh, sheets, all that stuff. Trash. <laughs> I was in that room two hours most likely there are no bed bugs in that stuff most likely there's none i don't care 
I'm tempted to just throw everything away. <laughs> everything that was uh, uh, poofy, right, that could, that could house bed bugs is trash. It's trash. Right. So right now I'm riding around with a bunch of plastic bags with clothes in them. And uh, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> so anyway, back to the story. So I finally do get home. And, of course, I call the next day. And, of course, they got the truck fixed that morning. They got it fixed that morning. But I still have no load, so it doesn't matter. So I wait till late that night, and I take off, and I go down there. And I'm there in uh, probably about, I don't know, four or five hours. And I, I get there, and I go see him, and the load, the truck is ready, and everything's cool. So I, I think it's cool, right? I get up. The next day, uh, Monday, I get a load. I go home, right? I'm happy. I'm going home. So I drive home and uh, come out. As I'm driving out, the truck starts to stutter a bit. Start to go stuttering. And I'm going, hmm, something wrong. Maybe I got bad fuel. You know, sometimes you get that, your little thin fuel, whatever, right? So I drive a little bit longer, head into a rest area to go use the bathroom again. This is about three hours later after I stopped for fuel. And I noticed it was sounding like that. And sure enough, it cuts off in the literally the entrance of the rest area. Right in the entrance. <sighs> so <laughs> I'm blocking traffic. People are pulling on grass and I'm sitting there like, what the heck? What the what? I just had the truck worked on. It was just fixed, just fixed. <laughs> Don't make no sense. Right. So I go look in the tank. The, the, I call rule breakdown and they're like, you need to look in the tank. All right. So I go look in the tank and I look on the right left side. I'm full of fuel. I'm like, dang, I can I can see fuel. I got fuel. I got fuel. I'm good. I go on the right side, bone dry. And I'm going, okay. So it turns out. <laughs> sorry. Turns out for some reason, I. For some reason, I am screwed because my tanks are only pulling off the right side so that's the only fuel i'm getting so i end up the police come they like you can't be sitting here for an hour because that's when the company was gonna get a tow truck i end up waiting an hour anyway for the state's tow truck then when it's all said and done they told me into a parking space at the rest area and the guy's like well just watch your fuel gauge you're only getting fuel out of one side See ya. Because <laughs> he put 30 gallons in there. And that was it, man. And so now I'm dealing with the fact I my right tank is the only one giving me fuel. And I just know, I know in my heart of hearts, I know something they did when they fixed the truck did this. Because this makes no sense. I was just in the shop. It was working fine. And now I only get fuel out of one tank. And I've had this happen before where they worked on the dad. They worked on something. 
took it back in and they claim, oh, well, I don't know what the problem is. Right. And I'm like, well, this, 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 this happened. All right, we'll give it a look at it. And they look at it, but it never happens again. It's like, I know this is one of those situations where they, they're trying to, somebody forgot to do something. I don't know why I think that. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just a clogged fuel filter or something, but I got all new filters. So it's something. <laughs> it's something. I just can't figure out. So anyway, I got to get the truck to the shop. And like I told you guys, like last week, this week, I was trying to do it over the weekend and every shop was retarded. Like they were like, we were backed up a four day. So Tuesday. Yep. Okay. And then I called, that was a Freightliner dealership. So then I call TA. TA is like, they won't have any technicians until Monday. I'm like, it ain't a holiday. What the hell is going on? (laughs) What the hell is going on? Oh, crazy, dude. That is the life of a trucker, people. Right? You want this life? (laughs) So that's where I am right now. Another, I got a brand new truck that ain't worth a gosh darn because I'm screwed with this stupid fuel fill, this fuel, uh, fuel coming off one side. So I go online and try to look up what it is. And from what I can see online, it's some type of leveling sensor. As supposed to, and I, again, I'm sitting there thinking, and, and the mechanic said this too. That doesn't make any sense because th- these tanks are supposed to be connected. So it don't make no sense why it ain't getting fuel on one side. But from what everybody's telling me, it's the leveling sensor. And I'm like, Ugh. so anyway, got to get the truck into the shop. That's where I am right now. Haven't had a good run week in about two weeks and it's pissing me off. Other than that, and I had to buy shoes and couldn't find any with laces. What the hell happened to shoes? When the hell did like waterproof shoes become a feature? How did waterproof shoes become a feature, people? Young people, stop buying shoes that ain't waterproof. That's that's just the bare minimum of a shoe, dude. You should not be buying a shoe that is not waterproof. It makes no sense. I don't care how dope they look, dude. <laughs> it makes no sense, man. Young cats buying shoes with no leather. I don't criticize young people. Y'all know I show love to all the millennials and the Generation Zs, but I don't know. Y'all, 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 you tolerate too much from these shoe companies, man. Waterproof should be the first feature of every shoe. You should not pay for that feature, okay? All right. In the future, when cars drive themselves, you'll be paying to stay alive. It'll be like, would you like the right sensor to communicate with the left sensor? Would you like the the, <laughs> the feature package in your rental, sir? And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to stay alive. <laughs> yes. But until then, you have the new feature called waterproof shoes. Right. When I was a kid, that was pretty much the selling point of all shoes. <laughs> it's funny. When I was a kid, it was all about. The grip, you know, they always be like, yeah, man, it's the grip, man. It's the grip, man. You play a basketball, brother. You're going to be like Michael Jordan. It's going to grip and it's really light. You could take off, you know, because they'd always lie to you like you was Michael Jordan, like you actually had skills (laughs) and you believe them. All right. Come in with them goddamn gummy souls. (laughs) Right. But anyway, that, that that's that's been my my week, people. And I, I so I got and I, I got shoes with no laces. I got shoes with no laces because they were the only ones that looked like they might be waterproof. Because <laughs> I gotta I gotta get my regular shoes, but I gotta order them online, 
And you know how that shit goes. It could take a minute before they get to me. So I'm like, all right, let me go get some regular shoes, some Jimmy's, some quick gym shoes, some cheap $70 shoes before I get my my uh, my boots. I usually get these boots called, um, I think they're called Propit. It's a French company. Um, and they make hiking shoes. I love their hiking shoes. Hiking shoes, to me, are the best shoes for trucking because you get... Uh, slip resistance you get waterproof you get steel toe and they, they're made to be worn for a while they're made so they don't they don't wear out um, the ones i get are the cheaper ones so they they last about i used to get eight months to well i've gotten over a year this time i had over a year this time so that was pretty good and yes you when you when you get into trucking expect to wear some shoes out <laughs> okay um, there are some good ones, you know, usually you're going to have to spend two, $200 or more on them. But the thing about it is like, to me, it's like, I've been, I've had the good ones where I spent $200 or more and I've stepped in a parking lot on a, on a, uh, a screw and had the screw go through the sole of my shoe. Right. I don't care how much money you spend when a screw is like one of those big kind of like, like a nut with a sharp end to it went to my shoe so i had a big freaking hole in my shoe so it didn't matter that i spent all that money on them once that happens to the shoe it's done that's it bro so it's not resellable it's, it's not like you know you can't get the you can't get the flat fix bro <laughs> so you know that's why i don't i try not to i try to go with an eight month shoe or six month shoe because you always got to keep a replacement around this time i didn't have a replacement like a fool I usually always keep me a replacement pair. And after the last pair, I got invaded by damn bed bugs. <laughs> I don't even know if bed bugs. It was like I only saw two. So I'm probably being paranoid, but I was done. <laughs> I was done. I don't want bed bugs, dude. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was my adventure, man. And other than sitting around trying to figure out why the hell shoes aren't <laughs> water resistant anymore. I've been having a pretty good weekend. It's been pretty good. Uh, I got a little sitting waiting on me. And I ain't got to worry about today. This week should be a good week. Even though I'm in a position, though, where I've got to change companies, though. Because it looks like we're about to fully lose our account. I mean, we have no, I got no miles. I'm running around with, like, pallets right now. Which makes no sense if you know who I was hauling for, dude. It's like, it's crazy. Like, that is, <laughs> it means that we've obviously lost this account. I think I'm going to check with some of the competitors on this account, see what they're doing, because I would love to stay if I could stay, you know, getting home every night. But if I can't, uh, your boy might be going, might be going to the lease because I don't care about like I don't need big money on the lease. I just need to get home. I know a lot of people are like, man, but this man is freight is so low right now. It's a, it's a recession, man. It's, it's so bad. It's just, yeah, it's bad for you. <laughs> OK, I'm sorry. Look. I know what what's important for you, boy. You know what I'm saying? I know what's important. Like a lot of dudes always tell me that. Oh man, you don't understand. You can't do this. You can't do that. There are people who will try to talk you into not owning a truck or or leasing a truck. And the problem is these people don't understand what's important to you, right? They understand what's important to them, but not what's important to you. And so let me break this down. Why is important to you so important? Because you understand what's what you actually need. Let's let's go over my reality. I have no children. I have no little kids. Zero zilch. So guess what that means? But I, I'm, I'm not like you, right? I'm not. 
you got to make enough money to feed them rug rats. I ain't got no rug rats. My rug is free of rats. <laughs> okay? I ain't got none of them problems, bro. Oh, man, but you know, my son got to go to school. I ain't got no son. Oh, I got to make them child support payments. Nope, just got to support me. <laughs> I live good off $500 a week, bro. I can live real good off $700 a week. Eight a week? Shit. I'm living great. Nine a week, a thousand a week. Yep, that means all I gotta do, if I can squeeze out enough money to cover fuel and a truck note, right? And as and as long as the note is low enough, yeah, your boy's good. <laughs> your boy's good, right? Yeah, I'm I'm dope. You know, I know you. You need you know you need those seven thousand dollars a month to feed you boo boo tt nim squeak weed chi chi tt cocklock, right? All that. Shanisha, the Tata, right? You got to feed them babies, right? I ain't got no babies. I ain't got no babies. Ugh, I ain't got no babies. <laughs> so try to understand that and stop being discouraging of people. People kill me with this new mindset. You have, you know what's best for me. You do? Shocking. I'm me and you know what's best for me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad you could come save me from myself. Because I don't know what's best for me. Thank you. I was listening to a woman the other day. She was talking about how, you know, these young girls want to live this this life in the streets. You know, they don't they don't understand this life ain't for them. And I'm I'm sitting there like, how you know what's for them? It's this delusion regular everyday women have that women in the streets are like children or like fools. Oh, they're just fools. It's like, dude, a teenager who's been living on the streets and surviving is a a hundred year old wisdom knowledge person right you are the fool (laughs) okay you're you are you couldn't live or survive what they've been through don't think just because you make a check every week and and by working for somebody like oh i have the knowledge i have the wisdom to think for other no you don't you don't know suffering player you don't know grinding Right. And that goes for all these dudes, these young guys out here doing wrong. Oh, but I'm going to save them, teach these brothers how to do it right. Like, how you know? You don't, you got to understand. People fit what's right for them in their world. You don't know what's right for somebody else. Some people are straight up born gangsters or born to be whores. Yeah, they are. That's how their mind works. You ought to go online and check out some of those women that you watch. Some of them have degrees from Juilliard. Pinky. Some of you guys know who Pinky is? Pinky went to Juilliard. Well, she could have went to Juilliard. She had a chance to go to college. She turned it down. (laughs) She did. She still makes great money to this day. She could have literally did a million other things besides porn. She chose not to. Right. Your life choices are about you. Right. Focus on you. Focus on your choices. Don't get out there discouraging other truck drivers. You don't need to be an own operator. I know what's best for you, boy. No, you don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, if you're going to say that, you at least got to be skinny. You know what I mean? You can't have a gut and <laughs> be telling somebody you know what's best for them. Right. It's one thing to give advice, but you know, there's a difference between discouraging people or telling people you know that this is wrong. You don't know shit. <laughs> you can give people advice. I'm I'm down. I give people advice. 
But I damn sure always base my advice on you making your own decision and doing your own research and deciding things for yourself. My goal is to inform you of the consequences and the realities of decisions. I damn sure don't know what's best for you. I remember talking to one dude one time and uh, he was talking about how he wasn't making no money. I was like, dude, you ought to try car hauling, you know, and I was breaking it down to him and. He was like, nah, man, it's like, you know, man, uh, you know, them cars have to get up real high and I got height problems. I'm like, oh, well, you know, to each their own, brother, you know, and I left it at that. Like, because, again, all I was doing was giving the brother information. Again, if he would listened to me and went out there and sitting there sweating on top of some car hauler, you know, going, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's, it's fucking dizzy. He'll fall off and die. Right, he got to make his decisions what's best for him. It would have been stupid. That would have been a dumb decision. He needs to find something that pays more money on the ground. <laughs> right? That's how you're supposed to think. That's how you're supposed to take advice. You give advice and you take advice that way. You see, make a suggestion, you inform the person, and you let them make their own decision. You're just trying to be helpful. You're not trying to tell people what to do to satisfy your own weak-ass ego. Right? But anyway... That's it, guys. StreetDriver101.com. Podcast is back. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Hopefully, I get the truck fixed. I'll, I'll let you guys know about the adventure next week. Same trucking time. Same trucking channel. <laughs> and inconsistent uploads every week. <laughs> truck Driver 101. Let's see.